Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from nonstop hip-hop. All the hits and 96X here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to Memphis' number three sports show. This is MSL. I'm your host, one of the who's who of Memphis Twitter, Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside, as always, Fox 13's weekend sports anchor, Marcus Hunter. Hello, hello, hello. And on the other side of the glass, we got Johnny Radio and CJ Hurd. So we're all back together. The band is back together. The first time since Sports Ball Weekend. The second time. It is the first time since Sports like Ball the Weekend. It's the second it? time of the summer. Yeah. Well, we've all been taking our vacations, getting ready, because we're getting close. We're two two weeks away from football season. We will be on here at our regular time every week, 11-1 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM during football season, keeping you updated on the scores and the latest news on the college football Saturdays. Uh, some weeks we may be mo- moved around in the event that the Ole Miss Rebels uh, play at a different time on that Saturday. Uh, but we will be on every Saturday, and we will be keeping you updated, and we will be your place for the for the latest news and views on college football. We're just two weeks away, and big story today. We're about to get into that with the AP poll coming out. And um, so we'll touch on that a little bit later on. Dustin Starr joins us the third Saturday of every month to talk about pro wrestling. We'll talk to him about that. Did you hear that uh, there's, there's no officially the first ever openly gay professional wrestler? In WWE, just came out came out of the closet this week. Big news: the Jason Collins of the WWE, and he really is kind of the Jason Collins of the WWE because he's somebody else who most people don't know who he is. Well, you know what I did find out is that um, there is a um, show about the uh, WWE divas. Um, there's <laughs> what a, is this um, show? There's a sports uh, a, um, a reality show. I think it's called Divas. What channel is this on? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what channel it was. I was I, I was skimming through the channels and I came and I came across it, and uh, I say it is much must see TV because the women, the divas, it's about them, and the divas they look nice. But you know what it does do? It, it gives you a better understanding and respect for what they do because it's hard. You know, you know what those ladies have to do. I mean, they have to be able to, uh, you know, perform, have to be able to dance, and have to also have to be able to wrestle. So um, it's a pretty good show, pretty uh, entertaining stuff, and it's also um, good, um, good TV to look at, if you know what I mean. All right, we'll have to ask Dustin so, what channel that. Comes yeah, from. so 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 now my interest in WWE just went up a little bit. So I may so so I may start watching a little more by watching this show just to kind of you know. Now learn a little bit. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll talk to Dustin about We'll ask him about that and, of course, all, all these other uh, wrestling topics. Today's the grand opening of Jerry the King Lawler's Museum in Tunica mm-hmm. at the resorts uh, in Tunica. I don't know if it's the grand opening or the soft opening, but it should be opening today in resorts as far as, far as I know. Um, we'll have Hang Up and Listen at noon, as we always do. But before we go any further, we have to take this moment to say happy birthday to Rudy Gay. It's Rudy Gay's birthday. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Are you not going to say happy birthday? I've already said happy birthday, Rudy. You are such a troll. Happy birthday, Rudy. Why am I trolling? It's hey, Rudy's birthday. Hey, he's not the only person that has a birthday around, like, within the, within the next uh, two or three days. I know. We get to, to share this this great stretch 
of famous people's birthdays happening. Uh, Rudy Gay. Mm-hmm. Marcus, your birthday, if I'm not mistaken, is Monday. Yes, it is. It is Monday. And then Tuesday is my birthday. Yes, it is. So the big birthday, a couple. We should have a joint. Why did we never have a joint party with Rudy Gay when he was here? Uh, you know that's a good question. You know, I don't know. We, you know, we sh- we should have um hooked that up, made it happen. That's, <laughs> un- that's unfortunate. Well, happy birthday to Rudy Gay. It's a big stretch. We've got Al Roker's birthday coming up because I know I share a birthday with Al Roker. Yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan's birthday's around here. Uh, former President Bill Clinton's. I share a birthday with well, him. William Jefferson's on Monday. Yeah, my cousin Dr. Lee Cockroft's birthday's today. <laughs> happy birthday! But happy birthday to Rudy Gay. Uh, who still, as you, I don't know if you heard this, but he cannot believe that Lionel Holland still doesn't have a job. Uh, well, I mean, he tweeted that the other day. We think he tweeted that. It's hard to believe that Lionel Holland still doesn't have a job. Rudy Gay, Rudy, did you see Rudy's tweet earlier this week? No, I didn't. He tweeted out about, it's at memphisport.com. He was tweeting out, he was wondering why Lionel Hollins still doesn't have a job, or, or at least that's what it appeared to be. His tweet was, still can believe Coach Hollins does not have a job. Hashtag crazy. Still can believe. I think he meant to say can't believe. Probably. But if you're a Raptors fan, which I know we have very few of those here in the Mid-South, I'd be concerned about Rudy's eye surgery. Because if he's, I mean, he's it was either a typo or he had this eye surgery this summer. And he didn't, he's not seeing that clearly, I don't think. He's been still can believe Coach Hollins. Well, Does have a, he's, he's, I'm pretty sure he's saying still can't believe because he did hashtag crazy. I'm sympathetic to those who uh, make Twitter uh, mistakes in their grammar because I'm always doing it. Right, so I'm assuming it was these a typo. Cell, yeah, these cell phones. It's going to be a tricky game, but it could, Tricky game. It could have something to do with his This is his eye surgery. His eye, was, is his eyesight supposed to be better now? That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they botched his eye surgery. Do you think that could contribute to that typo or just a regular typo? I think it's probably he a probably regular doesn't, typo. He probably does not have a Samsung phone like we do. No, you know, from AT and T, the Samsung Galaxy. I got you know I got the S four active now. Oh really? The one that's waterproof. We talked about that one week you weren't here. It's pretty awesome. I need to go get um I need to go get another phone because mine um I can't talk to anybody anymore unless it's through Bluetooth or if I have a headset Did in you or drop if I have it on speakerphone. Did you drop your phone? Uh, no. All right. Well, anyway, I can or cannot believe Rudy Gay said that about Lionel Hollins um, earlier this week. I can or cannot believe that. <laughs> But happy birthday to Rudy. We start each and every week with the starting five. Johnny, we start each and every week with Johnny Radio looking at the screen. and My screen up? froze. Okay. Technical problems this Saturday morning. But each and every week we start the show with the five most interesting and important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid-South. And we usually have great music to go with it. And the screen is frozen. I mean, I can't get it to do anything. All right, I'm going to need one of you guys to reenact the music just for one Five, second. four, three, two, one! The starting five. <laughs> All right, well, the number Good one. Good enough. Uh, as we try to, as you're going to have to, re- can you reboot while we're on the air? Is that not even possible? I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to turn it off and turn it back on. All right, okay. Well, what a great way to, say, uh, the computer didn't mess up on your show. How do you know? <laughs> I was listening this week, I actually. I think CJ broke it. <laughs> You want to blame CJ? No, I'm not going to take the blame. All right, number one story: the AP poll is out uh, this morning. A big story today. I love it when we get to wake up on a Saturday morning and have some legitimate news. The AP poll uh, released 
today. The Memphis Tigers did not make the top 25 for college football, but uh, Alabama ranking in at number one, Ohio State two, Oregon three, Stanford four, Georgia at five. Rounding out the top ten, you've got Memphis's rival Louisville representing the American Conference is at number nine. You have total of five SEC teams in the top 25. That's respect, Holmes. Five. Half of the of the top ten in the SEC. And then, and then of course, uh, right after the top ten at number 12 is, is LSU. But it really is. What is it? Six. There's six SEC teams in the top 25, and they're all in the top 12. So that's... Oh, we got music going. Here we go. I guess that's just pretty much uh, the voter saying that the SEC is top-heavy. Then after the top six teams, you know, it's a big drop-off. But I don't necessarily believe that, like, that that's the It's case. like these these are the six SEC teams that could go to the uh, B, a BCS game. The rest of them could go to the Liberty Bowl. That's kind of what they're saying, right? Yes. They're like, these six are not going to go to the Liberty Bowl. Well, the look, rest of them could. Look, we're going to get into it a little later, but the Liberty Bowl has a little bit of... Uh, extra incentive so they may be able to get some better teams than just the uh barely making it into the bowl game teams but um you know but you know sec teams other than that they did receive votes uh, vanderbilt received votes Ole miss received votes as well i i could i mean Ole miss so. and vandy both coming off some momentum but both will probably not live up to of the expectations and the success of last season. It's going to be difficult because um, they both have uh, difficult schedules, especially that Ole Miss team. They start the season off uh, playing one another, so you know uh, one, one of those teams is going right. to lose that game. And it's going that's, to automatically knock them down. That is some. This you got to be. I know you don't like Ole Miss, and you know I do uh, love our local SEC team. They are Memphis's SEC team, Marcus. Whether you want to admit it or not, Dave Brown gives them their weather in Oxford, Mississippi. So that means. They're part of us. They're the Mid-South's team. They are in Memphis, Tennessee. All right, whatever. And <laughs> it's disappointing to me because, like, and you know in the NC2A tournament, if it's uh, Memphis versus St. Louis in the first round or when they, anytime they pair up these, these mid-major schools to, to, uh, in the first round of the NC2A tournament and immediately eliminate one, it's disappointing to me that these – uh, both Ole Miss and Vandy both kind of had hot seasons the last year, the year before for for Vandy building up even more momentum. But that, that one of them has to start the season with a loss is that that's dis, that's just that's just disappointing because both of those fan bases at least in both of those teams with that success you'd like to see both of them at least start the season with a win or a chance at a win or a bit if they're going to lose to a bigger team because it's going to really deflate your the rest of your season to start out with a loss well let me tell you the other Tough. side of it um in, in my opinion you do you do have each one of these teams that are like on the cusp of um you know being able to break out and make that top 25 and be a consistent bowl contender but having them start the season against one another, I think the winner of the – because only one of them's really going to do it, in my opinion. I don't think you're going to have a season where you have both Ole Miss and Vanderbilt uh, tearing through the league, especially well, this upcoming season. I, I agree with but that. But to start but, – but, but only one of them's going to do it. So go ahead and get that great start. But, and then once you get that great start off the top, you can continue and go forward from there. Is the first team, though – is it necessarily the team that wins that game going to be the one that has the successful season? I believe so. I, I believe mean, you, so. You look at the idea that it could – what if uh, – 
if if Vandy wins the game and Ole Miss ends up having the awesome season or, or vice versa. That could happen. Like you even go back to when Memphis played spoiler against Eli Manning and the Rebels at the Liberty Bowl, then the Rebels ended up having an awesome season after that, but they had that one bad game at the beginning of the year against the University of Memphis, which put a black eye a little bit on that season and made but they ended up I mean the Rebels and the fan base, uh Rebel Nation, they were still excited at the end of the season. But it could have been even better if they didn't have that that loss to to kick off the year. Yeah, it could have, but I think... Uh, when it was D'Angelo versus Eli. I mean, it could have, but, you know, I, I, just, I just like the fact that we get an SEC game this early on in the season, and you have one of those two teams. Now... I like it, sure, but... Yeah. I, but, you know, the, the, the problem is, one, you know... Like Ole Miss or Vanity, they just could come out and just not really be prepared for their first game and go on to have a great season. But I really think the momentum that one of those teams will get from winning that first game, having it be a SEC win, right. could really propel them. I can to see that. I can. It's because, definitely going to help whoever wins. Because remember, whoever Ole wins, Miss, it's going to be a great benefit for that team. Ole Miss started off last season slow, and then they finished well after they got um, that big. Well, actually, Ole Miss started to play much better. In the, after that close game against Texas A&M. Right. You know, it's like that's when they figured out, hey, we can compete with anybody. And so Vanderbilt was a good team last year. Ole Miss was a good team last year, both bowl teams. So I believe the team that wins that game, they're going to really have that confidence built up already and be able to use it going forward the rest of the season. Two non-ranked, mid- middle-of-the-pack SEC teams, and somebody could push closer to the top of the pack and somebody could fall further to the bottom and hang out with Arkansas and Kentucky uh, at the bottom of the SEC after that game. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that game. It's, t- it's kicking off the season. We'll be watching it at the Green Beetle during my trivia night. So every Thursday night, come watch the games with us at the Green Beetle uh, during trivia. But uh, that's on South Main. It's where your grandfather used to drink. But here's some other key, key interesting points here from the AP poll. You had, a, you had Notre Dame, right? It was the big championship game last year. Uh, Alabama versus Notre Dame. Tell the world where Notre Dame is ranked now. 14th. They're ranked 14th in the AP uh, I think that people. I think that's too high. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be ranked kind of in the yeah. top twenty-five based on you know who's coming back and everything like that, and being in the national championship game. I could agree with you. Probably that's probably too high. Yeah. Look, I, who who are they? Who would you put ahead of them uh, in the uh, top twenty-five? You think that's if that's too high? I, I, I would put Michigan. I would, yeah, I would put Michigan ahead of Notre Dame. I think Michigan's well, going to have CJ would have Michigan. Season. Top five, probably. I, I mean, CJ I, loves Michigan. I, I, and I, bl- I still think that USC is a good football team. You know, you know, mm-hmm. Kiffin has some, yes, some issues struggles. going on there. Yeah, but I think they're a good football team. I, I will put them ahead of Notre Dame also. But um, let's see, preseason number one um, for the uh, fourth time for Alabama. That's pretty exciting. We'll talk more about the AP Top 25 uh, a little bit later on. Um, we're talking a little more SEC because we are getting excited about the, the football season kicking off two weeks from today. Number two in the starting five, the Grizzlies made a trade. Uh, now uh, you'll be able to get Mellow Yellow at Federal Express Forum. <laughs> and Mellow Mushroom will be available as well at all concession stands. I don't even know what that is. Mellow Mushroom? Yeah. It's a pizza place. Not as good as Ferraro's pizza, but it's good. Oh. Uh, Fab Mello is looking at me like Fab. I just committed a crime. Fab Mello, you never, you never had that Mello mushroom. Well, there's only one Memphis area location. They're building a second one out east. Okay. Uh, it's it's all it's all over the south. It's 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 very pricey pizza. No. Um, I guess I guess that's why I've never been. 
Yeah, and we got to watch our pocketbooks. We're only on on Saturdays. All right. You don't have that type of money to be going buying Mellow Mushroom. But uh, and that no Mellow Yellow, despite reports Mellow Yellow not coming to Federal Express form, they will still have Mountain Dew. Um, but the Grizzlies traded for Fab Mellow. They now have a backup backup uh, center. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, three deep at the center position. Three deep at every position now for the Grizzlies. If he remains on the team. Of course, some people were speculating he may not even remain on the team by by opening night. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's going to be good to see him um, you know, in training camp and uh, just see how he works out, see how he is in the preseason. You know, I remember Fat Mello when he was drafted. And, you know, I mean, he came in as a project. Unfortunately, he is just never developed into anything close to what they thought that he could be. That's unfortunate. Uh, but who knows? Uh, of course, he's been to the D-League already a couple times. Coming from Boston, yeah. Grizzlies get rid of Dante Green. That's not a big loss. Yeah. Uh, but he Dante, the big, really the big story on this, it probably should have been the headline in the Daily Paper, is that the number 13 is now available for Mike Miller to wear. Did you? What would you? What did you predict, Jaron Marcus, the magnificent that he would wear? What number? Uh, you predicted it. You don't even remember. remember. No. You were channeling your psychic powers. And Look, man, we were playing dodgeball way. at the time, and <laughs> you know, I, you know, I had the endorphins going, and so I'm. I think so you wanted to get people. 31 from Shane Battier. Yeah, you wanted 31. Yes, I said, I there's no way he would disrespect yeah, Shane Battier with 31. Yeah, I thought it's looking more and more like 13 is going to be his number, right? If Dante Green's gone, there's no dispute for 13. Do you think they traded? Do you think they got rid of the guy just to free up the number? Like, look, we're not going to just disrespect you and we're change your number. We're just going to get rid of you. That's a possibility. It's a possibility. I mean, it would be very disrespectful. To for him to have to change his number, I mean, not not to say that you should be disrespected by Mike Miller, but the fact that Mike Mike Miller is no Michael Jordan, you know, he's no LeBron James. So to just have a rotation player come in and say, "Look, you got to give up your number for a guy not who's not going to start." He, he's a former starter. Yeah, um, he holds franchise records for different statistics, and he just came from. A, he's a, he's an NBA champion. So it's the Mike so Miller you prestige. Say, you can't just say Mike Miller is just is just that. He, but he, I think Mike Miller totally has the right to take Dante Green's number, a guy who never plays, uh, versus a guy who is one of the the top five most beloved players in the history of the franchise. I think so. And but anyway, I'm, I'm still hold, I'm holding out hope that he will get pick three six. But maybe three six isn't for Mike. Maybe we'll have to find another player to take three six. Isn't this going to be the 13th year for the Grizzlies here in Memphis? Is it? It may be. Yeah, because we just did the the 10 year. Yeah, we could be. That could could be all. Uh, bum, what a bum, great bum. celebration. Yep. All right, let's keep moving in the starting five. Number three, speaking of Mike Miller, the story not getting as much attention as I think it should. Mike Miller lost a shooting contest this week to Mike Conley. The two of them had a shooting contest at the forum. Uh, Conley was the first was first to report that he defeated Mike Miller in a shooting contest. We can blow this out of proportion if we want. Mike Conley gets buckets. It could just be a fluke. It could just be a fluke, right? It could be. Or could this mean that Mike Miller's not as good as, sh- uh, as he used to be at shooting? Or could this mean that Mike Conley Jr. is that much better at shooting? Mike Conley gets or is it just a buckets. Fluke? He gets buckets. This dude has improved uh, on his shooting each year that he's been in the league. And uh, I think Mike Conley, without Rudy Gay, I think right. that he's ready to try to make that net. Like, like he's made so many steps in his career already in Memphis. I think he's now ready to make that step to elite point guard status. I mean, he's already made the move to, you know, really good top 10 point guard status. Now I think he's ready to make that that move to elite. And if he can be an elite point guard in the league next year, then 
he will become the leader of that team because think about it. He's I think he's like the only guy that the Grizzlies drafted that's on that team other than the guys they just drafted. So Mike Conley, if it's going to be if anybody's going to start taking over the you know the the who's going to be the 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 leader of this team, it's time for that to become Mike Miller. I mean Zach Randolph. I mean we know what Zebo can do. You know the kind of leader he is, but he's getting long in the tooth. Uh, Mike um, Marcus Saul, he's more of a he's more of a lead by example kind of guy. And so Mike Conley has has the ability now to step up and just really be the leader. And if he can be an elite point guard and also be the leader in the locker room, then the Grizzlies will definitely be a team that will go as he goes and I think they started to do that last year because whenever he played good the team played good and just but you can some people like this is a non-story that Mike Conley beat Mike Miller I do think there's there's layers to looking at it, it is. Uh, I don't think it means Mike Miller can't shoot I don't think it means that Mike Conley is that much better but I do think if you if you take a step back and look at it if Mike Conley was bragging about beating Mike Miller in a shooting contest. And I think that shows the respect around the association for Mike Miller and his shooting abilities. And there's yeah. not been a shooter. like you, There's the controversy with the Grizzlies or the, you know, the problems with the Grizzlies and the problems with the Spurs series is there has never been a threat that the other team was afraid of that could make a three-pointer. And as much as we think Miller may not be the same Mike Miller as he used to be, he still is apparently well-respected in the league as being uh, an unbelievable shooter. Because here you got Mike Conley, so excited, an NBA player who makes three-pointers, has made clutch three-pointers in overtime games for the Grizzlies, bragging that he beat Mike Miller in a shooting contest. It just shows that I think Miller still has the respect across the association as being one of the better shooters. And that's what the Grizzlies need. Whether Miller can shoot or not, they need people thinking he can. Yeah. So they'll guard him and they can free up Zebo and Gasol. Yes, and it also shows the level of um, respect that, uh, well, the fact that Mike Conley challenged Mike right. Miller shows that Mike Conley really believes that his shooting has gotten better and so I like that competition. Now guys are, are, are competing to see to see who can be the best outside shooter and that's what this team needs. Someone who can knock down shots from the outside. So it's good all around. Alright, we gotta keep moving. Number four in the starting five. Uh, the Memphis football uh, quarterback controversy is continuing. We're two weeks away from uh, Tiger football kicking off against Duke, and we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. And this is one of the mind-boggling uh, things that is just so baffling to me because it's got to be Jacob Karam because I don't even know the other guy's name. Jacob Karam, internet superstar, playing piano at St. Jude. This guy's got to be your starter. He's your biggest star you've got uh, since Duke Calhoun. And he's bigger than Duke Calhoun, probably. He may be your biggest star since D'Angelo as far as national attention. But can anybody name a Tiger football player? Cannon Smith and Duke Calhoun is the only two you can name since D'Angelo. And now you finally get somebody else that somebody can name. And he may not even be your starting quarterback. Well, I mean, you know, it's all about... Who is the other guy? You still haven't Pax, told me. Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Lynch. And he looks like a football player. Yeah, see, yeah, see, that's the thing. He Paxton looks like Lynch. a football player? 6'6", six, six, about yeah. 230. He looks judge, like a baller. Don't judge a book by its cover, Johnny Ray. But he can, also, he can also sling it. I mean, I've been out there at practices, and I've seen this guy throw the football. He has a he has a better arm than Jacob Karam. He is your prototypical quarterback, and I think that that's what's making this decision hard. Because yes, Karam has the experience. Karam has the uh, you know the fan base who knows who he is now, he, and he did in the last in last season really well. The last three games of the season, I think he was like forty of fifty two for over five hundred yards passing and several touchdowns. So Jacob Karam. 
has played much better. But when you have a guy on your bench in Paxton Lynch who you believe can be the future of the team, how long do you really sit him? I mean, think about what happened with the San Francisco 49ers. Kaepernick was on the bench, and they felt that he was the better quarterback, despite the fact that Alex Smith was was having a good season. Sometimes you just have to roll the dice and go with the guy that you believe in, that you believe has the brightest future, and I think that's why a decision hasn't been made yet because Lynch has a bright future, but Carroll may be I the guy and he could who become can win a name. games now. I just think because of his celebrity, because everybody in the city and so many people in the nation, uh, especially the national media, they know who Jacob Karam is now. So the only bench I think he should be sitting on is a piano bench. And you can quote me on that, CJ. Make that one of those quotes you tweet out at Memphis Sport. <laughs> but the only bench that Jacob Karam should be sitting on this season is a piano bench. Because he should be your starting quarterback. And you can work Paxton. And if you have a bad start, if you're if you're 0 and uh, 7 or something, then it doesn't matter. Nobody's coming out anyway. So you can do something else. But I think Jacob Karam's back to the very similar uh, scenario that we had with Cannon Smith, where you, if you've got somebody who's going to help you in a different way and marketing is what you'd have Jacob Karam of course winning solves things too right that's yes. what they say but I don't know I mean if, if is Paxton going to be that much better than Jacob Karam are you saying you're predicting the starting quarterback is going to be Jacob Karam Jacob I believe Jacob For, Karam is Duke. going to be the starter well, at the beginning of the up. season but if he but if, but if he struggles and I believe they're going to work Paxton in because you know, I think there are going to be some scenarios where they bring him in, you know, for you know for a series because, um, you know, there have been several college teams that have tried to go with the two quarterback system, even just to give the other team a different look. You know, they'll rotate guys in, right. you know, every other series. And I think if uh, Paxton is going to see some playing time because you can't keep a talented guy like that on the bench without at least letting him get some playing time in a game, especially in him. college. Well, we should have got him. We've got to figure out he needs a talent. He needs to become a YouTube star. Of some sort. Well, I mean, hold on. We need to get him. We need to have him on the show and be like, "Hide your kids, hide your, hide your wives." Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> he needs a catchphrase or something. He giveaway. needs to be an internet superstar. I was so excited about having an internet star quarterback, and this Paxton guy is going to ruin it. All right, moving on to number five in the starting five. Boy. University of Memphis basketball talk. I don't know. There's something about some recruit this week that I've never even heard of. He's not coming to Memphis. That's great. But the big Memphis story this week to me, Memphis ranks 11th nationally in men's basketball attendance. That seems low to me. I don't know if that's something. I thought they'd be higher in men's basketball attendance. Uh, 11th in the country? Yeah, I thought they'd it's be pretty, higher. Do you know how many high. basketball teams there are? It's pretty high. <laughs> but do you know how how big of a capacity is the form is versus other? It's not, it's other? not that big. Well, it only seats, well what, most college arena, most college uh, arenas are not as big as the NBA arena. It's true, not big for you, NBA standards necessarily, but for college standards, it's true, pretty big. Uh, true, but you have team. I mean, you have teams like Kentucky who seat you know over twenty thousand. Right, uh, Tennessee I mean, over twenty thousand. Uh, but there's like Tennessee though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you have, you have to think you know about some of the. Other, I mean, for the fact that they're it's eleven, good. and then they should they be top ten. They didn't sell out every game last yeah. year like they had been, and, and so you can kind of throw that in a there. A dreadful schedule. Yeah. And it'll be it's been. I'm not afraid to say it. it's been a lousy schedule. It's a lousy schedule, and this year it's going to turn around, and they will go into the top ten. And, and last year's home schedule was just awful. It was awful, and this year's different. I mean, you've got the, with the American, you're going to have better games uh, guaranteed, and so 
I think they're going to jump into the top ten uh, where they should be. Uh, One quick thing, though. You have to think about Syracuse seats 33,000 people. Yeah. That's here. Okay, and they're in a, in a big market. I'll give Syracuse. Tennessee, 25. But it's, that's Tennessee. You Kentucky, still, 23. Tennessee does not have 25 for that many games. Oh, who was 23? The University of Kentucky, 23. Okay, we know they've got, we've got, got Kansas way up there. Okay, but I do think they should. Memphis should be top North ten. Carolina's that's probably that's, up there. Do you North think they'll Carolina go up one? Do you think they can go up one notch and be top ten in, in men's basketball attendance? I think they can. And next year, after they have With a, a better schedule. schedule, yeah, because they've obviously of the top twenty, they probably have the worst schedule of anybody in the top twenty. With the Grizzlies being in town and that kind of fighting for fan bases, to be in the top of, top twenty five, I think is awesome. Johnny Positivity over there. All right. Uh, that's it for the starting five for this week. we got to take a uh, quick timeout. We'll be right back. We've got so much more show to go. You'll see Memphis number three sports show. This is MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming. Up and running down. Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. Right, welcome back to Memphis' number three sports show. Right here on Sports 56 WHBQ slash 877 FM. Thanks for making us part of your weekend. If you ever missed a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast, MemphisSport.com, or for free on iTunes. Just subscribe to us. On there and take MSO with you wherever you go during the week. If you want to get in touch with the program, you can. It's pretty easy to do that. Every week at high noon, we take your phone calls for Hang Up and Listen, and we give away great prizes, including $10 to ease to the first uh, caller during Hang Up and Listen, and we have a bunch of other uh, great prizes we give away each and every week. That's at high noon. Uh, but if you want to text the show, you can send a uh, text to 67129. That's 67129. That's the Sports 56 text line. Text 56 join if you've never sent a text to 67129 before. Also, you can uh, find us on Facebook. Just search Memphis Sport. We have great giveaways on there uh, very often. And, of course, the best way to get in touch with us, our favorite way to get in touch with us, is via Twitter. Uh, you can tweet us at Memphis Sport. That's the show account. CJ's tweeting throughout the show each and every week, and we tweet throughout the week. Um, my personal Twitter page, everybody in the city already knows that. It was on the cover of the Memphis Flyer. I want to tell him what my personal page is. <laughs> uh, at Cerrito. And where was it at on the cover? Bottom, Bottom right. Bottom right of the cover of the Memphis Flyer. Uh, you can follow follow me on Twitter at Cerrito Marcus Gerrett. Uh I'm not on the cover of any magazines or any newspapers or flyers or anything like that. Yeah, but you can uh, find me um, M Hunter underscore Fox thirteen. Our guys on the other side of the grass, Johnny Radio's at uh, Johnny underscore Radio, and CJ's at CHurtJ09. Also, find us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Cerrito Marcus is at HunterBoy2G1 on Instagram. We are the who's who of Instagram, Marcus. I give you the props on that. If there is a who's who of Instagram Memphis Flyer cover, I know you will be on the cover. Yeah, so... Um, you do a good job on that, Instagram. So. I, you kind of... I challenged you to it, and you lived up to that challenge, and you, you Instagram better than anybody probably that I know. It's up, it's up there with you and Craig Brewer. I'm serious. Like, I you try. guys have the best Instagrams. I try. I and now you're embracing Instagram videos. So that's pretty good. I have embraced the video. I love the video. I, I Instagram maybe once or twice a week unless it's uh, playoff season. Then I do it five or six times a day. Well, yeah, because you're at the game and you're taking all the, all the cool pictures. I'm better at that than you, but 
Instagram as like a 365 day a year chore, um, you do you do a better you do a better job. The Sports of MSL is being brought to you by Fox and Hound Cordova. You can score $150 in rewards when you book your fantasy football draft party in advance with Fox and Hound Cordova. Uh, of course, we had our draft party at Fox and Hound Cordova last year. Uh, we're getting ready to have ours this year. It's already booked uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to be uh, drafting our fantasy football team at Fox and Hound because it's the best place to do it. If you book your draft party uh, at Fox and Hound Cordova in advance, you get a signing bonus of $50 to use for food credit during your draft. So you start off, you go there, 50 bucks uh, for your draft party you can use to buy appetizers. What's some good stuff up there, Marcus, at Fox and Hound to eat? I know you're a regular out there at Fox and Hound Cordova. Oh, yeah, yeah. So get some wings. I yeah, the we wings had, are good. What, um, what else did we have last year? Their bacon cheeseburger. I love bacon cheeseburgers. They have one of the best bacon cheeseburgers uh, over there at the Fox and Hound. And, um, you know, they also have, you know, the tenders. You know, I'm a, I pretty much eat everything on the menu. Like, <laughs> Like I, I'll go in there and I'll you know hang out with some friends you know play a little pool and you know the the menu comes around and I'm just like hey bring me that I used to be known as um as um sweet tea because I would always only order sweet tea you know my buddies and everything they'll be ordering you know drinks and things like that in the, in the waitress to come around and see will ask you know what do you want I'm like can I get a sweet tea because I'm not really a, you know you know a big drinker or anything and so you know she you know I used to be called sweet tea so they used to call you sweet tea at Fox and Hound Cordova yeah Mr. Sweet Tea <laughs> because because I ordered sweet tea like everybody else is in there ordering beer and, and you know should, alcohol and um, that should be your fantasy football team name you know that you know at the Fox and Hound is when I first found out what an Irish car bomb is. Yeah. Those whoa, whoa, whoa. You drank one, didn't you? I did have one. And, you know, Chocolate I, milk. I mean, how many have you had since? <laughs> that, that was the only one because, you know, I wouldn't... You never had one of them. I wouldn't go order a, a, an Irish car bomb by myself. But, somebody uh, orders it for you. Yeah, somebody ordered, ordered it for me and uh, my, um, my buddy Tommy did and he was like, um, you have to drink it fast because if you don't drink it fast, you're going to have a hard time drinking it. So... <laughs> Uh, build your own Fox and Hound memories and do so with your draft party. It really is the perfect location. They set us up last year. You can set up on the – they cover one of the pool tables, and, yeah. they, and they give you that draft kit. So we've got the big poster on the wall, and we had Terry from Memphis Sport. He was up there uh, just, like, doing the draft board, like you almost as large as one you would see on television. And uh, this year, of course, Johnny Radio, is, you're currently interviewing um, our models for that? Oh, yes, I am. Ring girls is what I call them. Or draft board girls. Draft board girls. But everybody gets that it. sexy tone to it. <laughs> you everybody, Green girl. Everybody, you don't get the girl, but you do automatically get that draft kit uh, while supplies last up there at Fox and, at Fox and Hound. You so, never know. You go to Fox and Hound, you may end up leaving with the girl. To, to get all of these great rewards, you must book your Fox and Hound uh, Cordova fantasy draft party in advance with their event coordinator. So call Kristen Walker today at 901-624-9060. That's 901-624-9060. You can get more information about Fox and Hound Cordova and their draft parties by liking them on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova. That's Fox and Hound Cordova, the place to have your fantasy football draft party. Is Marcus any good at fantasy football? No, Marcus is lousy at fantasy football. So there's no wait, reason to wait, like, wait, buy wait. some Rumplemans and get him drunk? He is wait, not. Wait, he, wait, you, wait. you I'm had, going to be much better this he year. He is so bad that he. there's no reason for like, it. it doesn't. Sometimes you'll be like, why isn't so-and-so checking their team? And I'll like, look on there like, Marcus has not checked his team. It looks horrible. But then you look at it, yeah, he has checked his team. His team is just that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be much better. Uh, What's your team this, name this year? You got one? Uh... 
first round draft pick. First round draft. I don't know. I didn't figure it out yet. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that one. Mr. Tease. Mr. Tease. Whatever you are known of. Mr. Sweet Tea. Mr. Sweet Tea. The Sweet Tease. <laughs> the Sweet Tease. That has to be your name. Mine, of course, will be named after something to do with Big Brother. That's yet to be uh, revealed. My, i got to do my my uh, research and knock off some good, clever Big Brother names. You know, only watch- I will get, usually in the league, like that, me and one other person understand what my names mean, but that's, I, I'm fine with it. I watched an episode of, of Big Brother, just one. Um, you know, Which one? This, uh, this season. Um, you know, I, I'm not as into it this year uh, because, you know, we don't have there's a no Frank. Yeah, there's no Frank. Yeah, there's no Frank in it. And um, I don't know if she's, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if this, this girl is still on, but like there was like, like several of the girls on there are hot. But I was trying to figure out why, you know, apparently the girl who said all the racist stuff. A bunch of them said racist stuff, but the one that definitely yeah, said the she, most. She's like yeah. still there, and she has everybody on her team, it seemed like to me. Like, how, how how has she been able to manipulate an entire house of people except for, like, one girl? I think they like she her. Hates. At some point in Big Brother, if you somebody they know that she's hated, mm-hmm. so you want to take somebody who's hated with you a little bit further, because if you're in the end, everybody, like, votes as a jury. Everybody votes for the winner. Like, they're not going to vote for her, so they'd vote for you over her. So if you have somebody everybody hates against you at the end, it's better for your game. I think that's part of the reason. And she keeps winning competitions. I mean, you got to get the Aaron, of course, the... Apparent racist. Who's what in the did Big she Brother say house. though? I still don't know. Nobody's ever told me the racist stuff that she said. Yeah. What did she say? There's a link. I mean, the stuff that I'm not going to repeat on. I mean, I, but you can give an idea. I can give you. She said, um, I can give an idea. I'll just send. I'll send out the link that will list all. The Please do that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll send out the link. Um, all right, we're gonna take a. She a, lost her job over it. Her, her real life job, right? Oh, but she's gonna her, get a job. Her and another girl. Um, she looks good. But she, her job was modeling, I believe, and she lost that oh, job. Oh, really? That was her job? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe she's in trouble. She's in trouble, but she's helping. I think the longer she stays in the house, I think it's better for her. I mean, because she's not... They haven't been showing... If she says racist stuff now, they haven't been showing it as much. Look, I hate to say this. I'm shallow. I'll give her a job. All right. <laughs> so she at least has a job. Uh, what will you give her a job doing? Where? The University of Memphis? Um, Here? She can plant tulips for me. Oh, are you going to get uh, her, your, your new gardener? <laughs> All right. Aaron from Big Brother can get, become the new gardener. She may be, win $500,000. I may not need a job. Ask Johnny where she's planting these tulips. Yeah, where are where these? <laughs> Dude, I can't go there. All right, this is getting out of control. Hey, hey, hey Johnny, by the way, um, did um, did, did uh, old girl's dad ever uh, find, track you down? Heck no. I'm Johnny Smooth and also Johnny running scared. <laughs> All right. That was that was from last week's show. Check check, check the podcast. That was, was somewhat controversial. The dude's dad calling as you're and hang up and listen, going after you. Yeah, but you know what? I got her on um, this week and had her come on and talk about Smoothie King. So I think I smoothed everything out. Did you really? Yeah, I caught her up on I think two, Thursday or Friday show. She did a whole segment. <laughs> all right, making well, it up. <laughs> this, 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 all right, we'll take a uh, look at the smooth game. We're take a quick six, we're gonna take a quick sixty second timeout. When we come back, we're gonna break down more of the top twenty five and give some SEC shout outs. You're listening to MSL on Sports 86 and 877 FM. Fish and stats weekday afternoons at three right here on Sports 56 and 877 FM. 
y'all ready for this? Are you one of many mid-southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Oh. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. And the last week of every month, don't forget, is Game Show Night, where you get to play your favorite TV game shows. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. All shows are free to play. Start at 8, end by 10, so you're back home and rested for school or work the next day. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia, or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include eating prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Play trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Tuesday at Ferraro's in the Pen, and every Thursday at the Green Beetle on South Main. Thank you for voting MSL Memphis' number three best sports radio show for three years in a row in the Memphis Flyers Best of Memphis Poll. Appreciate Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. Here every Saturday, 11 to 1. That includes during football season, so be sure to make us a part of your college football Saturdays coming up. Check MemphisSport.com. In the event that we will be on at a different time, sometimes we are bumped around through the Ole Miss Rebels football schedule. So if the Rebels are playing at this time and you tune in and you say, where's MSL? And the Rebels are playing against somebody, that means we are going to air at a different time that day and you can uh, we always have memphisport.com that time will be listed for you or at memphis sport on twitter we love doing these live shows on college football saturdays and we're just two weeks away from that speaking of college football we're in the heart of sec country and occasionally we like to give some sec shout outs all right i'm gonna give a shout out to the University of Tennessee. The AP poll came out today, and if you are a fan of the University of Tennessee, ooh, man, you have a chance to upset a lot of teams or you have a chance to get blown out by oodles of teams because the Tennessee Vols will play four of the top six teams in the top 25 and five of the top 10 teams in the top 25 this season. That is brutal for the University of Tennessee. They're going to play four of the top six, five of the top 10, of course, half of the top 10 SEC teams. But man, oh man, it's going to be tough to to start building your program back when you have that type of a of a, of a schedule that you're going to have to play. Well, look, I really wasn't expecting Tennessee to be that great this year anyway, so at least now fans have an excuse. Like, look at our schedule. Right. So, you know, if they underachieve, at least they have a reason that they underachieve. <laughs> no, I, I think so. But, again, it's it's a point of, like, you don't you want to start believing, right, with your new, like, Dooley's gone, we've got a new coach, and you want to start believing, and it's going to be tough to get off to the right start when you've got to play all of these tough teams. It's easier for, for Justin Fuente last year for Memphis, right? It's easy when you got to play uh, some of these teams. It's easier to, to build belief, whether it's real or not. 
at Tennessee, it's going to be tough to have people start believing. Of course, it will be their excuse. And the problem with that is you won't know for sure whether or not the, that your new coach is going to work out because you'll always have that excuse that these are five of the top ten teams. You're playing too tough of a schedule, uh, I would think, if you're if you're Tennessee. But maybe oh. the, maybe they'll be able to, to come back. But shout out to Tennessee there. Tough schedule now, the AP poll out. Tennessee playing five of the top ten teams this season. Well, only the University of Memphis knows if a coach is uh, not cut out uh, after one or two years. Ooh. Somebody. Marcus loves Larry Porter. Do you have you have you have SEC no. shout out, Marcus? Uh, yeah. Um, I want to shout out the fact that the um, SEC has decided that they will no longer have a relationship with EA Sports, Uh-oh. and they will no longer be on in the uh, EA Sports College football game. So no SEC teams will be uh, in the video game. So if you go buy the video game, you know, instead of going to play, uh, you know, with you know. You know, Ole Miss or LSU or Tennessee and getting a chance to, you know, see how good your players are on the roster, which, you know, EA Sports apparently weren't really doing, uh, seeing the the stadiums and all of that, you won't see those teams. I wonder what they're going to do to put in their place um, on the video game. Are, are they going to, like, make up a conference with, like, fake team names but yet still find a way to get around it and kind of have – uh, like the same deal. Like it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with that game going forward. And I think this decision is, is, is at the end of the day going to probably cause uh, a video game that we've grown up with to just you know no longer exist in the future. Very very interesting story because of course there the NC two A parted ways with EA Sports and it's involved with a bunch of these lawsuits. And so now what EA Sports was going to go to each conference and say hey do you want to be in the games or something like that. That's mm-hmm. what's going on. And SEC's out, but also Pac-12 out and Big Ten have already said they don't want to do it. Yeah. So you've got, but it, I believe the ball got started by the, by the uh, SEC. Yeah, you know, like I said, you know, it's it's, it's, kind, of in, it's kind of unfortunate uh, because I know a lot that I learned about other yes. colleges I learned playing those video games because, you know, you get to hear the real fight song, you know, get kind of a, you know, a view of, you know, the stadium, you know, just places that you would never be able to go or places that you may want to go and like kind of experience uh, the kind of atmosphere. So, you know, in some sense, it's going to be sad to see them go, but I understand why, 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 why it's being done because with so much attention being paid to, you know, if players should be paid and, you know, other people making money off of these athletes, you knew it was just like, like the time was almost up for it anyway future of video games in question uh on the other side of the glass hey guys johnny radio cj hurt do you guys have any sec shout outs you want to give i got a shout out for you and uh-huh. it's to kyle frazier down goes frazier down goes frazier all year last year throwing picks ending up on his butt auburn was pitiful well he moved over to defensive back and I think he did it because he thinks that uh, intercepting quarterbacks is really easy as many as he threw last year. <laughs> well, he made it look easy, so, with, you know, throwing the ball, throwing it right to the guys, but, uh, you know. CJ, what's your shout-out? Shout-out Hell State, Mississippi State. What? Dylan Day, the yeah. long snapper from Mississippi State. Have you seen this video? No, what's this video? Coach Mullen apparently tricked everybody into thinking there was practice, then canceled it, and the team went bowling, one of those team bonding things. Well, while they're out bowling, the long snapper steps up and long snaps the bowling ball down the aisle, take two steps to his right like he's really blocking, and watches the ball roll down the aisle. Perfect strike in between his legs, long snapping it. All right, so this is a video. You tweeted this video out? So they went bowl- they went bowling with a football. 
No, they went bowling with. He did it with a bowling ball. Oh, he, he did long it. Snapped oh, it. he long snapped a bowling ball. Yes. Oh wow! I need to see this video. I think he should be barred from the bowling alley. I know what happened. He probably should have. He probably barred for what? You can't just be throwing balls around like that. Have you have you seen some people go to the bowling alley? They'll just throw it like halfway down the aisle, and you know. It took two bounces. Not he didn't just rifle it down there. It took two bounces, and then he stepped back and watched as it perfect strike. I wonder how many times he's done that. He better check himself though. You're a, if you were the manager of that bowling alley, he would have been kicked out. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what I would have done. I mean, he's I mean, he's a big offensive lineman in the center. I mean, if you're the manager, are you really going to walk up to that guy and say, hey, leave my bowling alley? Yeah, right. I mean, know it, what, you're right. If no. it's in Starkville, no. I mean, he's, what's the bowling alley in Starkville? Uh, Bulldog Lanes. Bulldog Lane, of course. Like, what's anything in Starkville? Like, <laughs> uh, we're going to Bulldog well, Cafe. I'm not sure if that's the one they went to, but that's we guys that's going like to, you guys, uh, we're, we're going to go bowling tonight. Let's go to the Bulldog Cafe uh, to eat first, and then we'll go to Bulldog Lanes. By the way, how did you enjoy your cowbell? How did you enjoy your trip last week to Starkville in, in the campus of Mississippi? I need to go see a movie. Let's go to the Bulldog Cinema. No, there's no Bulldog Cinema. <laughs> I think I think that's the only thing that's like that best name after the Bulldog. Everything is Bulldog down there. How did you enjoy your time down there? Starkville was okay. I, I know you in, I know you love the campus, right? You it's a, a nice campus. Yeah. It's a nice campus, and the construction on that that uh, football stadium. Shout out to oh, it's going to be beautiful. Shout out to Mississippi State uh, for having construction. Uh, on their football stadium during football season. Why didn't they start this thing in December? No, they and did. Get it finished by now. No, they started it. Did they hired to do they this. They started it as soon as the season ended. But you know, for most college uh, football stadiums, whenever they expand, it takes over one football season to expand. I remember nobody when, was out there working on it. When I, I was remember out there. when Alabama expanded. I mean, you, like they would be playing games, and you can see construction still going on. Then the last time Mississippi, you're State comparing expanded, your expansion to Alabama. Yeah, and the last time Mississippi State, because our expansion is going to look. There is a uh, there is a YouTube video uh, that's that's showing what it's going to look like. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful stadium. They 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 completely redone. Uh, you know, the concourse on the they've just done so much, and and and. And so, yeah, so that's what kind of happens because the last time they renovated the stadium, it takes at least two years to do it because there's it's not like building a house. I mean, you, I mean, you have to put in, you know, bleachers. You have to, I mean, you have to do so I, much. I, I didn't think it would take longer than the football off season to do. Yeah, it it shouldn't. I mean, I mean, look, I, I understand the Liberty Bowl hasn't expanded since they built it, but what they guess they have the Liberty Bowl, <laughs> Liberty Bowl during the NFL push as a they they added and it took and, and I'm pretty sure it took that same amount of time. I mean, that's just how it is. I'm not saying. Let me get. Can I give an, another you shout? Ain't no, my school. Man. Can I give another shout out to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl for expanding their partnership with the Southeastern Conference? Of course, the Sports 5687, <laughs> Sports 56 at 877 FM. Uh, the official home of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And even though the uh, Tigers won't really have a shot to play in it uh, in the Liberty Bowl after this year because of the getting away from the American and Conference USA partnership, it's good to have the SEC in there because it makes it interesting every year. You always know at least one team that somebody in the region is going to care about is going to be coming in. Possibly Big 12 also. So the SEC-Big 12 matchup would be very good uh, to have the Liberty Bowl. All right. Uh, 
When we come back, we're going to play Hang Up and Listen. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255. First caller gets $10 to ease 24-hour cafe. We're going to play Hang Up and Listen next as Elvis takes us to break. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. A little more by a little less by a little less by a little more spark. Set your mouth and open up your heart. Satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Satisfy me. 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 Satisfy me